Why do successful surgeons have failed patient reported outcomes? How come outcome after hip fracture has been more or less the same since the 1970s, regardless of improvement in surgical techniques? Why is orthopedic research focused on comparisons of implants and with outcomes such as reoperation, mortality, and time to healing? Do we know which outcomes are really important to our patients? Can we make further improvements by refining the surgical uh, technique, or do we, as orthopedic surgeons, need to engage ourselves in other aspects of the care pathway? I mean, this is a fundamental uh, statement that's made, and I think I've been thinking about it on my own as well, but no better person to help think us through this than a colleague and a friend, uh, Dr. Cecilia Rogmark, an associate professor of orthopedic universe, uh, associate professor of orthopedic surgery at Lund University. Welcome, Cecilia. Thank you so much for this kind invitation, and uh, I hope we will have a, a nice hour of talking and discussion and a lot of questions and thoughts. And uh, I'm very happy to have, have my friend and colleague, Bjarke Viberg, who's actually not from Sweden, he's from Denmark, that's really important. <laughs> and, and Bjarke is one of the leading trauma researchers in Scandinavia, and we have been working together quite a lot. And uh, I think we will have a good conversation here. So please start, Bjarke. It's good to oh. have you here. Thank you very much, and thank you very much for inviting me to this author evidence session. So, next slide, please. I'm going to use fracture as an example, um, but it could just as well be any other treatment. So, next. So, when I treated this fracture, I was fairly pleased with the results. Perhaps the screw could be a bit shorter, perhaps the nail could be a bit thicker, and perhaps I didn't need the circlash wire. But in all in all, the fracture is well reduced. I'm, I'm happy. So next, please. And the next fracture here is an uh, comminuted open fracture. I think the reduction is fairly good. Perhaps the nail could be, be a bit longer. So when I see these patients after six weeks, and what they report is that their outcome is not well, then I tend to look at all these small surgical imperfections for answers. Should I have done something else and, and so on? And I'm not sure that's necessarily the problem. So next, please. So I've just made a quick search on PubMed for RCTs on surgical fractures uh, in 2020. There's several new studies investigating different types of uh, implants. So the first study is, is it necessary with a lag screw in a malleolar fractures? The middle one is, is internal fixation, the same as nail for typical fractures. And last one, how about the length of the nail in a trochanteric fracture? All these studies find no clinical relevant dif differences in patient reported outcomes. And the last three studies, if you can have those, are all on femoral neck fractures, so neck three. And they are the same, no difference in, no clinical relevant difference in patient reported outcomes. So is the problem perhaps sample size? If we have bigger sample size, perhaps we would find something in implant differences. Next. So, these, and the next one again. 
these are two quite large uh, randomized trials with uh, Professor Bandari. And even though they have thousands of patients, they have no clinical relevant differences in patient report outcomes. Should we then stop doing these kind of studies? Of course not. And I think it's our professional duty to keep pushing for improvement in surgery. And sometimes we do find new and better surgical treatments. Next. And here's the, just an example uh, as the suture button. So what to do? I think we need to ask ourselves whether a different surgery strategy actually can improve the patient reported outcomes. And if not, perhaps then we should look somewhere else to find these improvements. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Bjarke. Uh, can I have my first slide, please? Uh, and again, once more, thank you for the kind invitation. Well, it's it's great to to be able to to have the possibility to spoke, speak over this topic because I, I think it's really important. Uh, we think that we are successful, but still our patients experience a poor outcome after hip fracture. And you know what really determines the outcome? Uh, next one, please. We have that uh, ongoing debate. Should you, you should you choose the best implant or the best surgeon if it was your hip? But really, I think we have to see the entire picture. Next one, please. That there are so many things that will interfere with her result after her hip fracture. And some of the things we can prevent, some things we can improve, but some are actually decided by fate. And I would like to stress that how important we are as surgeons, we are only one of the details in this bigger picture. Next, please. Of course, like Bjarke already said, as surgeons, we have to be skillful, judicious, and we have to do very good surgery to avoid complication. When when that is said once and for all, then we have to raise our heads and look at the bigger picture. Next one, please. Because when we think that we are finished, our patients, she has only started her run and every step here will be very crucial for her. And that includes care, rehabilitation, social care, together with our work as surgeons. Next, please. So how are we doing, or actually how are our patients doing? They are doing not so good. Like we heard already, same results for the last 40 years, high mortality, quite a number of reoperation, loss of function, loss of independent living. We actually have to keep our patients on their feet, preferably alive, and someone has to support them when they try to regain their function. Next, please. Why are we doing bad? I think we have to consider our self-image, the role of marketing, that we have some blissful ignorance as orthopedic surgeons, and maybe a tendency to blame others. 
next one. We think a lot of ourselves. We think that the metal we put in in the patients, that is the thing that will affect her life during the next year. Thinking about details like this, or next one, this. But take a second to think about how big a difference with adding an extra screw or a plastic cup do? How big should that difference be in order to prevent her from dying or making a big difference in her activity of daily lives after a year? Next one, thank you. The geriatricians, when they do their studies, they don't care about fracture type or surgical method. And I found that very irritating because to me as a surgeon, implants was everything or fracture classifications, very important. Next one, please. But then to our surprise, when we looked at all our hip fractures, we found that only general complications was associated with functional recovery. And only hip or general complications were associated with health-related quality of life and satisfaction. And the type of fracture, the type of surgery did not show any association with outcome. So maybe having a stroke after a couple of months are much more important than how many screws we put in. Next one, please. Self-image, you know that a majority of us thinks that we are better drivers than average people. And I think that goes for thinking that we are better surgeons than average. And that feeling of superiority make us feel that we are very important for the patient. And again, we are, but maybe not that important. And a problem I think is that our self-image is fed by marketing. Because what is the industry's answer to those problems our patients will face. Next one, please. We have this very troublesome outcome and the answer is just buy another nail. But again, do we really believe that another nail design will give these patients a better self-reported health after 12 months? I actually don't think so but it's used as marketing for different brands. Next one, please. What about our knowledge? It's, we, we actually don't even know how the results for our patients are because the, the hip fracture audits, the proper ones, they are very few. And we know, we have tried, it's difficult to get patient reported outcome from elderly, maybe demented individuals. And when we try to follow up, are we actually asking the right questions to our patients? What's important to them? Next one. But it's very easy because it might be someone else's problem, right? We don't have any geriatricians and we can't understand why nurses know so little nowadays. This is so simple, the community carers can deal with that. 
or maybe the worst one, the one I'm getting most, most irritated over, old people, they don't want that fuss with training. We know that we can provide them with rehabilitation, even if they are very old and maybe suffer from dementia. Next one, please. So why? Why do we have this problem with failure, even though we do very good surgery? We are really convinced that we are doing good for the patient, and of course, that's true. I also think it's much easier for us to stay within our comfort zone, the operation room. And when we do that and we refine the surgical details, it feels like improving a lot. But I strongly believe that these low-hanging fruits may be of low nutritional value for our hip fracture patients. And then how could we change? How can we raise our heads and, and see to what the patients actually need from us and from our hospital and healthcare system? Let's find out. Next one. I hope we can think like this when we are helping her with the surgery, that we can feel responsible for what's happening afterwards, not just for a week, not just for a month, but for a longer period of time. Thank you.